It's good to be back today on Search the Scriptures. Once again, we welcome all of our listeners. We are so thankful that you're there. That's such an encouragement to us. We appreciate you tuning in to this program on a daily basis. And many of you do exactly that, or close to it at least. Now, there are always some new listeners, and we appreciate you as well. We appreciate all of those who tune in to search the scriptures and take the time to listen to the valuable lessons that we try to proclaim, teach, get across each day. We pray that as we do this, that your knowledge of God's word is growing in proportion to how much time you're putting in listening to the teachings in this program, and that as your knowledge of God's word grows, that your faith is growing stronger and deeper and richer. And as that happens, you should come closer to God. And ultimately, as you come closer to God, you should get to the point where you can make up your mind that you're going to come to God all the way through his son, your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for forgiveness and salvation. And you're going to live a life then walking with God. That's the best life that you can possibly live. And we're praying for you along that line. We really are. We do that all the time, and we do so diligently. It's great to be back with Dennis Stackhouse today to continue our study. Thank you, Gary. It's certainly a blessing for me to be a part of this radio ministry here at the Sunny Slope Church of Christ, to be with you today as we get into God's Word on Search the Scriptures. We thank all of you for tuning into the program and listening. And you know, you're so right, Gary, that as people do listen to the program on a regular basis, they should be growing in their knowledge of God and of His Word, and also resulting from that what God's will is for their lives. We certainly encourage you to continue along that line. But there's another thing we'd like to offer our listeners, which we believe can help them also, and that is the offer of a free Bible study. This is something that our listeners can do in the privacy of their own home. And as we said, it is free. It won't cost you anything. We will pay the postage on that both ways. And at the end of the program today, we'll give you information how to contact us if you're interested in getting started on one of those Bible studies. So we certainly encourage you to think about doing that as well. Again, thank you for being with us. And we pray that God may be glorified through these efforts today. Dennis, we're going to get back into our study about setting our heart or our mind on God. Yes. Now, we began this study in our last program and set the stage, tried to make the, com- the comparison to illustrate what we're talking about by talking and making the comparison between living our life toward heaven focused on God, and a person getting in a car and driving to some place perhaps they've never been to before, Mm -hmm. might be hundreds or even a thousand miles away, well, they're going to get a map, aren't they? More than likely they will. They're going to focus on where they want to go, and then they're going to plot out a course. Mm -hmm. An airline pilot does the same. A boat captain does the same thing. Mm -hmm. And we need to live our lives by that same principle from a spiritual perspective. We certainly do, Gary. And, of course, the map that we are to use in that endeavor is contained in God's Word. It is. You know, I I remember many years ago listening to a lesson 
Um, I believe it was it was it was listening to a lesson, and I don't think I was reading something along this line, but certainly you could probably read similar uh, points if you you know wanted to check into it in that way. Articles, books, uh, periodicals, whatever. I was surprised that the indication was that most people, and I don't mean just a small minority, maybe 51%, but the vast majority of people really don't have hard and fast goals in life. Hmm, That's interesting. They just kind of go along. Now, they may have some broad, general kinds of Mm -hmm. uh, desires that they would like to see happen in their lives, but they don't really have any set determination, any means, any plan to bring about those broad, general desires. Mm -hmm. And so they don't really have goals. Yes. They may have some wishes, but not goals. Mm -hmm. Well, we need to have goals in life. We do. The most important goal is that we need to get to heaven. That is the priority goal, or it should be, in our lives. Yes. If we become chairman of the board of whatever corporation you might think of right now, Mm -hmm. if we become president of the United States, Mm -hmm. if we become, you fill in the blanks, whatever high prestigious position that you might imagine would really be something you could aspire to, Mm -hmm. if we do all of that, Maybe we do several of those things, accomplish those kinds of things, tremendous achievements uh, in our lives, and successful ones. Mm -hmm. But we don't get to heaven. We've been another failure. That's exactly the case. Our life has just utterly been a failure. Mm -hmm. We need to get to heaven. That ought to be our goal. Now, in order to get to heaven, just like driving that car between point A and point B, point B someplace we've never been before, the captain on the ship wanting to get from Paris, France to New York City, the pilot in the airplane wanting to go from Omaha, Nebraska to Atlanta, Georgia, mm-hmm. they're going to have to plot out the course. Absolutely. They've got to focus on where they want to get, and they're going to have to plot out a course to get there, and they're going to have to follow that course. Yes, they do. It's the same way getting to heaven. Absolutely right. We've got to focus on God, His way, and we're gonna, we have to make up our mind to stay on course. Yes. In Matthew chapter 22, verses 35 through 38, Jesus addressed this kind of focus. There we read, Then one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question, testing him and saying, Teacher, what is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. So with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind, Mm -hmm. Jesus says that's how extensively we should love God. All of our being. Yes, all of our being. Mm -hmm. And of course, if we love God with all of our heart, with all of our soul, with all of our mind, it's not just going to be some warm, fuzzy feeling. No, it won't. We're going to live our lives for him. That's correct. According to his teachings and instructions, Mm -hmm. his guidelines laid out for us in scripture. That's right. That's the kind of love that Jesus is talking about. He certainly is. Now, 
In Matthew chapter 5 and verse 8, we closed our program last time talking about this particular beatitude. Yes. And this was part of the Sermon on the Mount. Mm -hmm. And there were a number of kind of short, direct statements of encouragement and direction that Jesus gave in mm -hmm. these beatitudes, as they're called. Yes. This particular one says, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. That's correct. Blessed are the pure in heart. Mm -hmm. Now, the pure in heart means pure in heart. It does indeed. There are a whole lot of people who misconstrue what that means. They may think it means feeling good in their heart while they're doing impure things. No, that's not the case. Not the case at all. No. It means living a righteous life mm -hmm. with the right focus, mm -hmm. the right determination, the right dedication. Yes, absolutely. And ultimately, bottom line, it means we're living God's way. Yes, that's exactly what it means. Faithfully to him through his teachings. Mm -hmm. Let's turn to Romans chapter 8 and read verses 5, 6, and 7. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace, because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. Now that last statement, in, uh, or next to the last statement, in, in verse 7, the carnal mind is enmity with God or mm -hmm. against God. Mm -hmm. That word enmity mm -hmm. means it's in a position of strife against God. Yes, it would be like an enemy or an adversary. Yes, someone at odds with mm -hmm. somebody else or something else. In this case, mm -hmm. at odds with God. Yes. Now, what does that word carnal mean there? It says carnal mind. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's talking about a worldly or an earthly, very physically related mindset. So a mindset that has to do with worldly matters. Exactly. Worldly lifestyles. Mm -hmm. Physical appearances only, externals, not concerned about the mind or the heart being set on God. Yes. So things that may bring me some temporary, immediate gratification, mm -hmm. but they're not focused, as you said, on the long picture, the long view. Yes, that's correct. They're not focused on God. They're not focused on getting to heaven. Mm -hmm. They're just focused on the pleasures, the ways of this world. Yes, that's correct. Okay. So he's, it says then, Paul says, to be carnally minded, to have our minds set on worldly matters primarily, is death. Mm-hmm. It's death. And it is also enmity against God. It, it is in a position that strives against God. Yes. And as you put it very well, obviously we're talking about a position that would be sinful. And therefore it would make us an enemy of God. Yes, that's exactly the case. I'm not sure how many people realize that when you're living in sin, I'm not talking about making a mistake mm -hmm. here and there and then being sorry for it, repenting of it, and 
going to God in prayer and asking forgiveness. I'm talking about living in sin, living yes. a lifestyle of sinfulness, mm-hmm. of unfaithfulness before God. Mm-hmm. That makes you a God's enemy. Yes, that's exactly right. You are standing, you are living in such a way as to be in an, an, an enemy kind of relationship with God. Yeah, and you know, I'm reminded, Gary, of something that James said, which is very consistent with what we're speaking about here in Romans chapter 8. In James 4, verse 4, he said, Do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? And so again, again, strife. Yeah, that carnal, worldly, earthly mindset is against godliness. It certainly is. And when we look at verse 5 again of Romans chapter 8, to live according to the flesh, that is only thinking or at least primarily focusing on what's going to make me feel good right now, what's Mm -hmm. going to bring me some kind of instant gratification, Mm -hmm. satisfaction, happiness, um, but not looking at the longer view. Where is this going to lead me if I make this decision? To live according to the flesh is to set your mind on things of the flesh. Now, there's that mindset that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. But those who live according to the spirit, who are focused on spiritual matters, righteously so, faithfully to God, the, 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 the things of the Spirit. And then there's the contrast. To be carnally minded is death. Mm-hmm. To be spiritually minded is life and peace. Yes. Now the life there ultimately is talking about eternal life. It certainly is. And the peace, well, Paul said in Philippians 4 and verse 7, the peace that passes understanding mm-hmm. shall keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Yes, and that's really a difficult concept to try to express in words. It's really something an individual needs to experience to fully appreciate, I believe, what Paul is talking about. Yes, and that peace that passes understanding Mm -hmm. only comes in a lifestyle that is lived for God, focused on God. Mm -hmm. The mindset is on God. Mm -hmm. The heart, the mind, the soul, the entire being is focused on living a godly life. Yes. We might say that someone who is doing this is actually a person after God's heart. Yes. As David was described. Yes, yes. David made some mistakes. Oh, yes. But his basic mindset, his basic focus on life was to please God. It was. To follow him faithfully. Mm -hmm. In Galatians chapter 6, verses 7 and 8, What do we read there? Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. We're talking about a basic principle of life in this world. Yes. We can certainly understand it from that agricultural viewpoint. Mm -hmm. If you want cucumbers to grow, you plant cucumber seeds. That's the best way. That's the best way. (laughs) You want to get apples off a tree, you're going to have to plant the tree. And if you want it to be an apple tree, you got to plant apple seeds. Yes, that's right. Same thing about corn, Mm -hmm. wheat, 
mm-hmm. soybeans, you name it. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get it if you don't plant the right seeds. That's correct. And if you don't plant the right seeds, there's no reason to be angry, upset, forlorn mm-hmm. when you don't get the crop that you desire. Yes, that's right. You've got to plant the right seeds. Mm-hmm. So we've got to set our mind on getting to heaven. We've mm-hmm. got to plant the right seeds. We've got to focus on where we want to go, on where we want to be, on what we want to see as our eternal destiny. God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, not man being used generically, man, woman, young person, older person, whatever, educated, uneducated, whatever you sow in life, however you sow the seeds of your life, that's what you're going to reap. Yes, it is. You cannot expect to live a life that is sinful, a sinful lifestyle, an unrighteous lifestyle, unfaithful to God, and then somehow expect, oh, but this is going to reap the glories of heaven for me. Well, you know, Paul addressed that in Romans 6, verse 23, very clearly, very concisely. He said the wages of sin is death. Yes, yes. And here he says, he who sows to his flesh mm-hmm. will of the flesh reap corruption. Correct. But he who sows to the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life. Mm-hmm. So there are the two choices, the only two alternatives, the only two ultimate destinations, two roads. We talked about this in introducing this, prog- this line of study in our last program Jesus talked about those two roads in Matthew 7, verses 13 and 14. Mm-hmm. One leads to destruction, that's hell. Mm-hmm. The other one leads to eternal life, that's heaven. Yes. And if you want to get to heaven, you've got to be on the right road. Exactly. Now, he also said in that particular text that most people are on the wrong road. He did. They're not heading toward heaven. Mm-hmm. There are few who walk that narrow pathway of truth. So again, as we emphasized last time, we need to be part of the few who are trying to follow God his way. And it's not a matter of God's only going to allow a few. It's just that most people get on the wrong road and they, Mm -hmm. by choice, stay Mm -hmm. on the wrong road. And I think you made the key statement there, Gary. It's by choice. By choice. We have the choice to make in our lives. Do we follow God his way? Or do we follow an earthly, carnal mindset, perhaps our way, which again is the wrong way? It certainly is. So where you set your mind will determine your eternal destiny. Mm -hmm. Having your main focus on the world and worldly matters, and that goes back to Romans chapter 8 there, to be carnally minded, Mm -hmm. having your focus on the ways of the world, that physical, material side of life, if that's your main focus, that leads to death. Mm -hmm. Maintaining a proper spiritual focus leads to life and peace. Indeed it does. And we're talking about eternally so. Mm -hmm. Now, in Proverbs chapter 23 and verse 7, what do we read? For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. As he thinks in his heart, so is he. That's a pretty simple statement, isn't it? It really is. Not a whole lot of words in that statement. (laughs) No, they're not. (laughs) 
And yet I wonder how many people really stop and think about what is being said there mm-hmm. and how they understand what is being said. Yes, yes. You know, I think the writer is telling us, and this again is what we're trying to emphasize in this particular series of lessons, if we want the best result and the best eternal outcome for our lives, we need to have a heart or a mind, or we need to think within ourselves about the things of God. Yes. That focus. Yes. That proper focus Mm -hmm. and direct focus. We've got to make up our minds. Where do we want to be? Where do we want to go? And if we're certain that we want to be in heaven, then we're going to have to focus our hearts, our minds, our soul, our entire being on getting to heaven. We are. On God and his will, Mm -hmm. godliness. Because wherever you set your mind, that's what your life's going to be. Mm -hmm. And if it's not set on God, and I'm not saying just saying, oh, I believe in God. No, how are you living your life? Mm Mm-hmm. What's your main focus in life? Yes. And if it's not if it's not on God and living by His teachings, His way, don't expect to be with Him in eternity. Yeah, that's right. In John chapter three and verse six, what do we read there? That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Now here is a profound, deep question of self-examination for every one of us. Of what are you born? If it's just of the flesh, if that's the only birth that you can look back toward and say, yeah, yeah, I was born physically on such and such day of such and such year, and maybe even you've got down in your mind the hour and the minutes. Well, Mm -hmm. that's fine. Mm -hmm. If that's your only birth, then you're of the flesh, and your life will probably center on physical, material matters, personal desires, and personal pleasures. Yes. Now, if you're also born of the Spirit, and that is you've become a Christian, not just called yourself a Christian, but you were baptized into Christ for the remission of your sins, Romans 6 and verse 3, Galatians 3 and verse 27, and uh, Acts chapter 2 and verse 38, then you were born of the Spirit. And your life will be centered on Christ, mm-hmm. if that's the case, or at least it should be. Mm-hmm. That's right. Your life should be centered on Christ. Yes. Now, if your life is centered on Christ, then you should be moving in the right direction. That's and correct. that is toward heaven. Yes. Well, our time again is up. We're going to have to stop and uh, put a hold on this study until our next program. And uh, we will continue talking about setting our heart, setting our mind on God, on living for him, on walking with him, on serving him, and ultimately being with him for all of eternity in heaven. We do hope you'll contact us and ask for that free Bible study, and it will help you get on the right road and stay there. We hope to hear from you right away.